My name is Scott Challoner, and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of our programme will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to this end, we're joined on today's programme by Dr. Charles Lehman Kachitsa, a published author with his own publishing company, Lehman Publications. Um, he is also the incumbent CEO of Money Investments Limited, a firm that's involved in UK investments in new project developments, including in the high-tech sector, telecommunications and e-mobility. Um, Charles, a very warm welcome to you and thank you for joining us on the show. It's a real pleasure having you with us. Thank you so much for having me and uh, it's a pleasure as well uh, to be here. Fantastic, Charles. And just for those listeners that might not be familiar with yourself and your businesses, um, I've obviously given a very vague outline of what it is that you do, but could you just expand upon that and just let us know what it is that your companies do in your own words, please? Yes, um, you mentioned the two companies, the Lehman Publication. Um, of course, I am a published author, as you have rightly said. I've got a book specifically for employability skills, and then I've got another one just for uh, inspiring people in their general daily lives. Um, Apart from that, Lehman Publication has got an online publication. Uh, normally, we carry a news uh, business news. Uh, we carry also uh, articles just to encourage people, motivate people, especially business people. Um, aside from that, we've got um, the chief executive of Money Investment. Again, just like you have rightly said, and with money, we have been involved in telecoms and the high tech, especially e-mobility. Um, telecoms, we are more recently, although uh, we see WhatsApp, we face out that business, but we were producing calling cards, international calling cards, and uh, with e-mobility, uh, we've been involved in the trial of e-scooters in the city of Redditch, which is near Birmingham. And these are e-scooters for hire, uh, the ones that you see in the streets. Mm. Um, there are several cities that are participating in this trial. So that's what we have been involved in. But we are also more... Uh, looking at the renewable energy and um, the uh, technology that is emerging, especially that encourages uh, moving towards net zero. So those are the, the things that the two companies are doing currently. Thank you so much. Mm, absolutely and uh, some really interesting stuff there on uh, sort of your investment areas I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get on to those um, a little bit later um, but just looking at uh, sort of uh, what the, the purpose of sort of layman is you know to inspire that next generation of business people it very much aligns with a lot of the work that we do here at the Leaders Council inspiring that next generation and there are a lot of young entrepreneurs that tend to tune into this program so just if you were to sort of give a word for them 
for any young person out there looking to maybe start their own business, from your perspective, Charles, what piece of advice would you give to those young people to really get them on the road to success in the corporate world? I would say um, if you have an idea, a business idea, uh, just be brave about it. And um, it's always good to look around for mentors, um, for coaches, business coaches. But any idea, uh, there is nothing like um, a foolish idea. Whatever idea you can, you have, you can commercialize it. So don't feel like um, what you are thinking as a business is not workable. I'll give an example. Nobody thought Facebook would be a commercial entity, mm. but it's now one of the most um, leading um, commercial entities in the world, not only in specific country, but in the world. So no idea is um, be discounted. If you have got a business idea, just come forward. Uh, seek help if you can uh, for people who can help you develop that idea. Uh, so yeah, that's how I encourage upcoming uh, entrepreneurs. Mm. Food for thought for them indeed. And just going back on to uh, sort of what you were talking about with uh, money investments now, um, you say you're heavily involved uh, certainly in e-mobility and you're looking to move towards sort of um, energy a bit more with, you know, the net zero transition and that sort of thing. It's a very important investment area at the moment, isn't it? Because given the situation that we're seeing in Eastern Europe at the moment, um, it's kind of increased the urgency for energy security we need a robust and a resilient and you know cheap domestic energy supply but plugging the uh, the short-term gap let's say i guess it's important that we don't have that coming at a compromise of our net zero goals because already we're seeing the new government talking about fracking we're seeing the talk of more licenses going out for the drilling of north sea oil and gas so it's a bit of a double-edged sword around energy at the moment, isn't it? I think it's fair to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It is. Um, and you're rightly saying uh, we should not forget that we already had uh, strategies in place to move most of the things towards net zero. So in our, should I call it, scramble in trying to contain the energy crisis, I would yes, age those that are making decisions in that respect to the authorities, uh, not to forget that we already have strategies to move towards net zero. So whatever decisions are being made to alleviate the energy crisis that we currently have should also have um, an aspect uh, we should have ingredients of those strategies that are already there uh, to moving towards net zero. So, for example, uh, there is that um, target to, of 2030 when we should have most um, cars that are e that are electrical. Mm-hmm. So, that um, in trying to alleviate the current energy crisis, we could say. Uh, could be a strategy of speeding up on uh, 
the production of e-vehicles and also making them affordable because that has been an aspect that a lot of people have mentioned uh, is preventing them to uh, buy uh, electric vehicles. Uh, it's a cost. So, uh, yes, I would say we should not forget that they uh, already uh, moved to uh, go towards net zero whilst we have this uh, energy crisis in the country. Yeah, absolutely. And I think obviously something that's hugely missing as well from sort of the energy strategy that we've seen at the moment uh, from the new government is the focus on insulating um, existing buildings as well, because that's something that we can do now, isn't it? We don't need to necessarily have a long lead time and waiting for that. Uh, But it seems to be a trick that we've kind of missed there. And this just shows, doesn't it, that the strategy needs to be a little bit more comprehensive. So as well as focusing on sort of rolling out more renewables, I mean, we've got to also focus on sort of improving what's there, and that's the buildings that we're currently living in. I agree with you. And uh, recently I participated in a uh, workshop uh, by an organisation called the Climate Professionals, and uh, I did appreciate the fact that a lot of buildings that have been in large uh, basic things that would make them energy efficient. And um, they must be, from the authorities, like you are saying, deliberate policies that we should uh, now start making uh, these buildings, especially public buildings, uh, to be more energy efficient. So um, I would say that um, government should uh, be in the forefront uh, to uh, make sure that um, we are also not neglecting that side of compliance with um, energy efficiency when uh, buildings are coming up and mm. also when old buildings are being restored uh, it's an opportunity uh, that would also uh, save a lot of um, the problems that are coming up with um, uh, the energy crisis. Yes, I think that's very right. And with us having talked about, of course, how the government needs to focus on the energy crisis that little bit more and the strategies that it should be looking to implement there, I think it's only right that we also talk about what government is doing to help business. Um, Obviously, businesses at the moment are sort of facing um, their own difficulties with the energy crisis. But as well as that, um, it's about backing for key innovations as well, isn't it? Because we find there are a lot of promising government schemes and initiatives out there at the moment that seem very well in the short term and pump funding into businesses, get innovations off the ground. But then that kind of longer term support seems to be a little bit absent just from some perspectives that I've uh, heard from other business people. So what are your thoughts on that, Charles? Do you think that with this new government now, we need to be looking in the longer run to be giving greater backing to those innovative businesses, particularly the ones in those sectors that Money Investments is in as well? Yes, I would say uh, the new government should um, focus on that 
I know that they are organization backed by government like the Innovate UK mm-hmm. that are already in the forefront um, helping uh, businesses that have got innovation uh, towards making um, uh, the, the, the energy sector to be efficient. Mm. So uh, what the new government can do is just to look at um, such uh, initiatives and see whether everyone is able to participate, especially small businesses. Um, it appears it's just a high street businesses that participate in such schemes, uh, but they should go on and look at the broader uh, business community to see how they can tap in into the emerging technologies and um, the uh, net effect is that um, together as we reduce the use of uh, uh, carbon energies, then mm. we are making our spaces uh, more uh, efficient in terms of energy, but also we are moving towards net zero uh, uh, on a broader perspective, not only uh, in pockets of um, the business community. I think that's very right. Um, I think it needs to be it needs to be more comprehensive, doesn't it? The movement toward that kind of net zero agenda, because we can't be doing it in just sub small quantities. Because only a handful of businesses, it isn't going to be making a big enough difference for us to hit those carbon goals. And like I say, I mean, it's it's important as well that as we're looking to plug maybe the shortfalls um, in the wake of the energy crisis, it's not going to compromise yeah. the longer term vision. That's going to be the most important thing here. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. And um, having talked about sort of what the uh, the government should prioritise now into the future on energy and helping business, I think it only serves, Charles, just before we wrap up to sort of talk about um, what you're going to be focusing on over the next year and beyond. So um, over the next 12 months, let's just look at that first. Um, are there any key milestones or any key goals that you're thinking of uh, trying to hit? Um, anything uh, big on the uh, on the horizon for you? Oh, yes. Um, so the, uh, you are asking about my businesses now, yes? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so for Lehman Publication, we are about to launch a uh, print magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will start with one area in uh, Manchester, in the city of Manchester, but we intend to expand that to other areas. So it will be both online and print magazine. I believe there is a gap, and more so uh, because of what we have just been sharing about um, making sure that we are energy efficient in homes and in our businesses. I believe uh, this magazine would be one of the records that we can use to share that information. And some of it is basic. Uh, things that people need to do in their homes and their businesses. So uh, that's uh, the next 12 months as well, so what we intend to do with Lehman Publication. With some money investment, we are currently looking at uh, having our own uh, branded e-scooters, and we are just putting out, we have put our ears to the ground because uh, the UK is still 
in the trial period. Uh, we are hoping that soon the that investor will be open to any player that wants to get in. So uh, we have already set up plans to have our own branded e-scooters. The one that I mentioned that we have been involved in, we were sort of like subcontractors with another company called Bed. Uh, but this time, the plan is that we should have our own. Apart from that, we also would like to participate, I would say, in a ride-sharing uh, business. It's one of the major areas. I know in the UK there are only two major players. There are some that I'm making, but um, uh, what is but there are only two major players. So we think there is an opportunity to also penetrate that market. Uh, so that's what is in the pipeline for non-investment. Mm, plenty on the horizon then for you, plenty to get your teeth stuck into. And uh, I think it would be great to perhaps catch up and uh, welcome you back onto the show in future when we see how much that's uh, sort of starting to uh, to play out for you and in what form. And I think uh, the e-scooters thing is incredibly interesting because I know we've talked an awful lot about the need to decarbonise energy during this podcast, but it's important as well that we also focus on decarbonisation of the transport sector, isn't it? If we do want to really be hit those net zero goals, yes. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, uh, uh, the like East Coast has presented that opportunity that we can um, make our transport sector more efficient, uh, more so because most of the cities are trying to decongest. I know because I live in Manchester that there are proposals to enlarge uh, area where vehicles will be prohibited. So um, e-mobility vehicles like e-scooters will be handed in such areas because people will be able to move from one place to another. If they are in a rush, they can just buy a a scooter and uh, be able to reach wherever they want to go as quick as possible. Absolutely fantastic. Certainly wish you all the luck in the world in bringing this to reality, Charles. And thanks ever so much for taking the time to join us on the uh, the podcast today. And by all means, do take care and do stay safe with everything still going on in the world. And I'm sure we'll catch up soon. You're most welcome and the pleasure is mine. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I hope that everybody also tuning into this podcast today also enjoyed the interview with Dr. Charles Lehman Kichitza of Lehman Publications and Money Investments Limited. Plenty of interesting stuff going on there. And uh, to everybody else, um, if you are tuning in and you do feel you have your own story to come and share with us here at the Leaders' Council, then you too can apply to be on our programme via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply, just to remind you. Until next time, I've been your host, Scott Challoner, on today's episode of the Leaders' Council podcast. Please do take care, everyone, and goodbye.